Welcome back to Lucid Living, and if this is your first time, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to have you aboard. My name is Andrew Larkin. I'm an actor, a model, performer, storyteller, and today I'm going to be your host, your guide for today's podcast. So before we dive into today's podcast, which is going to be on taking responsibility, such an important thing that I learned in my emotional intelligence class that we're going to get into in a bit. And before we dive into the one-minute breathing exercise, I want to share a little bit about what I've been up to recently. For the past week... Me and my little sister, Becky, we went to visit some old friends down in South Carolina. So for the week, we uh, we were camping it for three days, roughing it, living on the pond. And then we went to visit my one friend and family and other friends uh, for the 21st birthday weekend and just celebrate dance. Went to a shag club for the first time and it was just amazing, just the vibes. Actual dancing from ages, you know, 21. Little kid shagging from all the way up to 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, you know, and it's just a lot of love, a lot of dancing, and that's what this weekend was, it was a lot of love, it was a lot of fun, and it was beautiful, man, um, as we travel sometimes, it's very easy, because this is, I like to make this podcast about health, and, you know, sharing my journey with health, I have done so much research and so much work and experimentation on my own health to find what works and what doesn't work, and I love structure, I love being flexible, to spontaneity in life but I also love structure and I love having my routines in place so when I'm home I'm settled in I have you know my morning meditations my morning gratitudes my journaling my exercising my breath work drinking water certain foods and meals that I prepare intermittent fasting I have certain structures in place to uh, you know optimize my health at the highest level that I can can give it to and feed it a lot of love and when I travel sometimes I make that sacrifice and I feel it a little bit. I feel it, even though you know we're traveling and we're around community and people, which we talked about in the earlier podcast, and how healing that is. You know, sometimes you make sacrifices for your health. And I'm still working on traveling and being able to still implement my routines and prioritize that and prioritize my health because we were got a little sleep deprived, wasn't eating the healthiest foods, doing a little drinking, having a little bit of fun. But you know, my body felt it when I, once I got back here. And today was a rest day, today was a recovery day, today I got back into the rhythm and I'm feeling good, I'm feeling better and it's awesome and it's just that trip was really cool man. And again me and my sister we're just learning and growing about each other, about ourselves, you know, about how we interact with our environments and throughout that trip we did this one thing that I think is so fun and so amazing, I think everyone should implement on your next road trip or traveling experience is we set up and set the intention to make a playlist and to go up to friends, strangers, and ask them what their favorite song is or what song they're vibing with at this moment and add it to the playlist. So we got about 45 different songs from different people and let alone do you get you know, a cool playlist with a bunch of different genres and different vibes, but you also, it's such an incredible icebreaker to get to talk to random people that you might be afraid to because you don't really have the in. You know, we're always looking for the in, whether they have a cool tattoo or a cool outfit or cool bracelets or hair or whatever it is. You know, it makes it easier to be like, go up to them and say, oh, I like this, that, that, that. And this was just a really, really nice way to just go up to anyone and everyone of any walk of life and ask them what their favorite song is. And then that spirals into certain conversations and it makes the experience more memorable and really cool. So that was something that was really exciting. That's what I've been up to. This podcast is going to drop a little bit later than we usually do, so not on Mondays, but hopefully I'll get it out tonight on Tuesday and try to get back into the rhythm of things. You know, things are flowing, the abundance is flowing, we're moving, we're doing, let's go, let's go, let's go. All right, so that is uh, our little update for recently. 
and uh, let's get into it. So if this is your first time, we're going to take this one minute to do some deep intentional breathing, ground ourselves into this moment. When we focus on the breath, we stay present. We're not worrying about the past. We're not freaking out about the future or worrying about the future, freaking out about the past, right? Holding on to all that when you're present. You're grounded, you're here, you're now. There's a, a sense of peace in that, and that's what we're trying to bring in this moment. I'm gonna play some tunes, and for one minute, instead of me guiding the breathing, I want you to breathe on your own cadence. So you can do box breathing, which is like in for four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four, keep that going. Or you could, if you want to really channel the parasympathetic and that rest and recover state, you can go in for four, hold for four, out for eight, hold for eight. So when you exhale a little bit longer than your inhale, it relaxes the body a little bit more. And that exhale is really important. It's really cool. So I want you guys, let's get into it. Let's, let's ground our feet into the ground. If you're driving, maybe maybe don't go too intense because sometimes you can get lost in the sauce when it comes to the breath. So let's get into it. All right, start off with a nice inhale through the nose. And as we inhale through the nose, remember, expand your belly like a water balloon. And when you breathe out, contract it back to your center. So let's, let's dive into that right now. So deep inhale through the nose. And go at your own pace. Take this moment for you. Feel the tension in your body. Are you holding it in your shoulders? In your forehead? Fingertips, feet, legs? Let it go on the exhale. Hear the breath, focus on the breath. Now as we breathe, introduce a little micro smile, a tiny little smile. And if we bring this smile with us, we can actually trick our brain into you know, raising our serotonin levels to move throughout this world with a little bit more joy, a little more happiness. Careful for this moment, for our bodies, for our minds, for food in our bellies, clothes in our back, shelter, place to sleep. Maybe we have a car, maybe we got friends, we got family, we got a support group. There's so much to be grateful for. Now I want you to take one final inhale through the nose, hold it at the top. Now let it all out with a sigh. <sighs> all right, all right, all right. Welcome yourself back into this body. Wiggle your toes, your fingertips. Oh, roll your shoulders back a few times. Roll them forward a few times. Move your head left and right. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Let's dive into it. All right, so for today's podcast, we're gonna dive into all things responsibility. This is one of the key ingredients in growing, you know, as a person, as a human being, maturing throughout life, and most importantly, taking your power back. Especially, especially if you feel like the world is out to get you, you feel like people are taking advantage of you, life is taking advantage of you, and you just always 
live in this victim mindset, taking responsibility is the way to take your power back. And I'm gonna explain why real quick. So first off, I started and to understand and break down the ideas of how powerful responsibility is and taking responsibility is in our lives through my emotional intelligence class. I took, uh, I took one in 2021 and I took one in 2020. And my man, Emil Steenveld, just opened a lot of doors for me and shifted my perspective on a lot of things through a lot of exercises that we did and just a lot of personal inventory and understanding where we can take responsibility in our lives, times when we didn't take responsibility and how do we feel, how do we show up, you know, how, did, how was our relationship, whether it was positive or negative, how did that affect us? Because we're in relationship with everything around us. And he gave some great anecdotes on to why it's important to take responsibility. And when we talk about responsibility, I believe in the exercise, in the class that we did, he tied in responsibility and blame. And there are two you know, different spectrums of the pole. And you can either take responsibility or you can blame. Now, for me growing up, and a lot of people in society, it's very easy for bad things to happen to us, quote unquote bad things to happen to us, and we blame someone else, something else. Mom, are you home? Sorry, I think my mom's home, guys. Q in. All right, I'm recording a podcast real quick, so all good in the hood. We love mom. We're going to get her on this podcast one of these days and just drop some knowledge bombs for sure. So we'll try to make this a little quick because we're going to have dinner and we're going to go see a movie, and it's going to be amazing. But yes, responsibility and blame. So for me, a lot of my life, something happened to me, and I blamed the other person. I blamed the experience. I blamed him, her, them, whatever it is. And how did I feel when I blamed? Never good. I felt empty. I felt taken advantage of. And there are certain situations. So for example, Emil talked about, imagine going to the airport. And you're at the airport. And through just the craziness of the flight system, you get there the time that you should or whatever it is and it, it, and and you miss the flight you miss the flight for maybe you have a layover and the layover get, the first flight gets delayed and the layover it, it, you didn't make it in time so you get to the the the, the airport or the, the the gates you get to the gate and the flight hasn't taken off yet but you're supposed to it, you know 15 minutes before or 10 minutes before and you get there and the flight's still there and you're pissed off and and they close the gate and you're angry at them you're saying why can't you just let me in i made it i'm here i'm here i'm here and you're blaming and you spend so much of your energy pissed off and angry about this person. Maybe you spend 30 minutes, maybe you spend an hour, maybe you spend an hour and a half. Maybe you call certain people telling about their story of how pissed off you are about how this system is is, is just, is just is terrible. And you just spew a lot of this darkness and this hatred you know, into your environment, which is impacting you. It's impacting the people around you. You know, you don't really get anywhere. And when you blame, you don't get anywhere. So you spend, hypothetically, let's say you spend an hour, hour and a half, two hours blaming and angry that this happened to you, but that's all that time. If you took a conscious decision as to this happened, there's a problem that arise, what can I do from it, right? Consciously you're saying, how, what's the best way to go about this? And instead of blaming and sitting there for two hours, you immediately say, let's go to, you know, customer service and see if we can book the next flight. And then you book the next flight and it's in like an hour and a half and you save that time, you're off and you're going and it's, it's fire, it's fire. But the thing is, is that we blame a lot of the times and we hold on to that for that moment which is affecting us it's affecting the people around us the people that we love we don't mean it to but it's affecting them and then a lot of times we bring that energy with us throughout the rest of our days 
throughout the rest of our weeks, throughout the rest of our months. And there are stories and things that happen to us that we bring up over and over and over again and say how shitty that experience was, how shitty that person was. And we talk behind their backs, yada, yada, yada. And we keep fueling that fire instead of letting it go, right? Instead of taking responsibility for what it was. And I mean, I just have so many stories of myself where I'll, I, um, I got a really, oh yeah, this is actually a great example. I was going through my hair phase. I was growing my hair out, never grown my hair out before. So I didn't really understand how to say what I wanted because I didn't really know what I wanted. And I met this homie, he cut hair and I wanted to help him out. Also, I needed a little trim and I didn't communicate it properly, right? So I can take responsibility for that, but I didn't. And I said, just, you know, cut up the dead ends, yada, 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 make it a little bit short. But I wanted it to be long in the back, or long, right? And he cuts the back, like all the good stuff in the back, the little curls in the back. And it gives me like a super Italian haircut, where it's like long in the front, but short in the back. And I remember feeling it, and just my heart sank. And, you know, you're in that situation, I'm like, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to scream at him, because that's not going to help anything. My hair's not going to grow back immediately. But I blamed him for it, and how shitty that was. And I kept telling everyone around me, yeah, I just got a really shitty haircut. And I brought it up for weeks, for months. I felt so, that was the first time I felt like an actual attachment to my hair. And I kept bringing up this stuff. And I kept blaming him. And it was such a low vibration. And every time I brought it up, it felt horrible. It did not feel good, right? Instead of, I mean, how can I take responsibility for that? Next time I need to communicate it a little bit better. I can take responsibility for that. This is a lesson, and it was actually a beautiful lesson because it allowed me to understand how detrimental that is for my physical health and emotional health when I kept bringing that up. And then I'll see some other people do the same things, and I'm like, it's not serving us in that moment when we keep bringing up this negative thing that happened to us. Detachment, let it go, right? But also, how can I take responsibility moving forward? So the thing about taking responsibility and the power in it is... If you're in a situation and maybe it's easy it's easy to take responsibility when you're at fault right so you fuck up you say something you didn't mean to say or you do something you didn't mean to do or you were late or whatever it was it's easy to say I'll, I'll, that's my bad that's my bad I'll take responsibility for that and I'll move forward and I'll do better next time right that's that's pretty standard that's pretty easy again not everyone does it but it makes sense logically in our minds the hard part is taking responsibility when it's not your fault, right? And this is where it trips people up because they fucked up and it's their fault. And by doing, but you're still blaming them for it. So you're in that low vibrational state of blaming them. And it's not your fault. So you're like, I'm not gonna beat myself up because it wasn't my fault. But you're still in a victim mindset is the trip, right? So you're allowing someone else to control how you feel based off of what they did to you. And right, it's happening to you, not for you. And you sit in that state and it comes up over and over and over again. You bring it up and it just, it, you can feel it in your body when you get, are in a state of blaming someone else. It feels shitty, yet we justify it over and over again because it's their fault. And that's how society has shown. And every time we see other people, they're very reactive towards that. And it's very easy to do that because it's justifiable. But my message is, if you want to take your power back and get out of the out of victimhood, out of the blame zone, if something happens to you that's not your fault, if you can find a way to still take responsibility for it, then you take your power back into your own hands. You take the lesson, you learn from the lesson, 
and you see how I how could you without you don't judge yourself you don't beat yourself up because that's not that's not serving super well either but how can you take responsibility in that moment and how can you show up differently in the future how can you grow in the future because it takes two to tango a lot of times other people are doing shitty stuff to us but we're not if I take responsibility for that maybe I'm just not communicating with them to to see how I want our dynamic and our relationship to be if someone keeps slapping me or yelling at me or doing something to me that's negative and that's all them but if we take responsibility we realize that it's an energy exchange it's both of us and we both have to take and I have to take responsibility for what I'm saying or what I'm not saying, right? And when we do that, I know it might seem like, oh, we're letting the other person off the hook, but you're getting your power back. You're taking your power back into your own hands. And it's uplifting, it's powerful, it's strong. It takes a lot of strength. It takes a lot of strength to do that. But you will thank yourself in the future. And you'll also start looking at the world as a why is everything, not why is it happening to me, but why is it happening for me? Why is it happening for me, right? And responsibility is simply the ability to respond. It is your ability to respond. But so often, we get stuck in a reactive zone. And we don't realize that our ability to respond, us responding, is a choice. But so often, we get stuck in our own habits, our own conditioning, based off of what we've seen around us, what we've seen on TV, and we immediately just react. And we feel like we don't have a choice no, this is the only way because that's what we only see. But it's not the only way. Your ability to respond is you take a moment of mindfulness, of stillness, and you sit and you think, what is the best way to react? And if you take a beat, if you take a moment to think about what you're going to do or what you're going to say next, even if someone fucks you over so hardcore and is so shitty to you, it's easy to react. It's easy to blame them and say you're a terrible person, yada, yada, yada. But if you take a moment of stillness and you take the high road, you take responsibility for it, you don't beat them down, but you try to bring them up, tell them what they can be because anyone who's doing shitty things to you isn't in the greatest state of mind and you can be an example for that. So we're really going off on tangents here, but yeah, this is basically just a simple, I wanna keep this simple, I wanna keep this short, taking responsibility for our lives, especially if you don't think it's the time to take responsibility if it's easy to blame because it's not your fault but if you start reflecting on your life on our lives and find moments where we can take responsibility instead of blaming someone else it's gonna make it's gonna change your world it changed my world I'm taking my power back I'm intentional with how I show up in this world and when I'm not intentional I catch myself and I allow myself the grace to fail but I allow myself the space to grow, to grow through that, to grow through the lesson, because everything's a lesson. Everyone is a lesson. Every place is a lesson, every experience is a lesson. And that's how I, I choose to move throughout this world. It's not always easy, it's so not easy, which is why not a lot of people are doing the work because it's so hard, it's so challenging. You have to be so brutally honest with yourself. You have to understand your triggers, you have to understand your past traumas because we all have them. That's, I want to do another podcast on traumas because trauma isn't just a 10 out of 10, you know, terrible experience that you would, a lot of us identify as traumatic, you know, someone dies, um, sexual assaults, all shootings, all these really, really, really dark negative things, all these, these experiences that are easily to identify as trauma, the 10 out of 10 trauma, it's easy to say that's traumatic, but 
there's also the lower scale of trauma, you know? Someone looking at you funny, someone judging you, someone saying you don't belong here, someone picking you last on the dodgeball team. All these tiny little things, those are small traumatic experiences. And we don't allow the, ourselves the grace to go into that because that shaped who we are, how we moved up, how we looked at people in our lives. Everything culminates. So doing the work is hard, it's challenging. Taking responsibility is such a great, really like, I don't wanna say first step. I think first step is really finding out who you are, finding your values and identifying your old stories. But taking responsibility is something that you can actively, consciously work on and work through. Because feel into your body when something happens to you and you're like, why the fuck is this happening to me? Right? And it doesn't feel good. But if you take a moment and say, how can I take responsibility for this? How can I show up a little bit differently in the future? For my sake, for the other person's sake. And you're not letting them off the hook all the time, right? By doing that, you're showing up differently in the future. And it's growth. And you're going to fail and you're going to mess up over and over and over again because that's how the growth process works a lot of times, especially when you're doing something new. And I'm constantly, it's, it's interesting when you're in a space of, you know, sharing podcasts, sharing information, sharing stories of not telling people what to do, but kind of, you know, shining, you know, like wisdom and ideas and different ways to show up. It's very easy to get stuck into a state of this is what you should do because it's what you should do. But then as the person who's telling people, you mess up <laughs> and then you beat yourself up because how can I, I'm an imposter. How can I tell people to do this when I'm not doing it myself? So I allow myself the grace to mess up. I allow myself the grace to fail. And I don't judge myself. But how can I take responsibility for my life, take my power back into my own hands? And when, when I started doing that, you know, my world just was different. The way my relationships were different, you know? My relationship with myself, right? With others, with environments, with, you know, the universe throwing curveballs at me and lessons at me. and failures at me and you know all these certain people they come into my life for a reason though you know all right I'm, 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 I'm digressing I'm digressing here but that's what I got for you guys today thank you guys for tuning in as always as always as always spread the love spread the love if you guys are vibing with this if you want to hear a little bit more feel free to like comment subscribe share with your friends share with your families uh, if you take a little bit of this tidbit of information let me know if you start implementing it into your day maybe it's just one time just one time just feel how it feels to take your power back. It's pretty cool, it's pretty exciting. And as always, small act of kindness. Small act of kindness makes the world go round, it really does, you can, you can save a life from a smile. It's, it's beautiful, it's incredible. And um, not even just for them, but for yourself. Because when you give, you also receive. Reciprocity, baby. Hug a loved one, give them a nice hug. I'm gonna go in there and hug my mama real quick. Give them a nice bear hug, high five yourself, because you deserve it, you're awesome, you're beautiful, you're more than enough. And uh, always, always, Strive to live a lucid life. This is Andrew Larkin. One love.